romántico molestando con una vipa me pregunta si te quiero yo te digo que no tolita y no What is up mi gente this is your boy Luis Martinez aka at Big Chief Burrito and this episode of mi gente show is titled A Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue Gabby Moreno aka at 7 Octobers with a Z is a podcaster she hosts the Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue podcast which is a combination of horror and hip-hop um, and she covers that she's also uh, a volunteer at a lot of the festivals here in san diego she is also an artist and a filmmaker and um you know we wanted to have her on to talk during the spooky season about some of her favorite movies um her podcast the origins of it and you know what it takes to be a woman in the podcast space in 2023 she also has an event coming up on october 21st which is why i wanted to turn this episode around um it's called it's a national city we're gonna have the info and it's basically just us you know they're gonna be showing some movies there's gonna be some food vendors djs um, my company or my tattoo shop at socal tattoo main street will be there raffling off a free tattoo and we wanted to have a conversation with her and had her on the show uh, we had a really lively chat there was a lot of people involved in chat um, talking about their favorite movies the movies that they revisit every year as well as horror movies that you might have heard about but that you can actually skip because they're kind of either too gruesome too boring or they're not really going to give you much in return for your viewing Um, after that, we segued a little bit into Hellscape Watch. I know we've been trying to be a little apolitical more recently, but with all the shit that's happening in the world, specifically in the um, Israel-Palestine conflict, all the stuff that happened um, from Hamas to you know um, the Israeli state, um, you know having an open-air prison in the Gaza Strip, um, and basically the um, the genocide of the Palestinian people. Um, we just felt that we wanted to at least express ourselves um, so that people sort of understood what our thoughts wanted. It kind of got a little emotional for myself and Sophia um, because, like I said, we, we're trying to just have a fun time. We are all stuck on this rock together, um, so we should all be loving each other instead of fighting over religion and the color of our skin. Um, and we should all learn to live in the same place and not kill each other. But, um, so it did get a little emotional. We did do some palate cleansers and talked about some funny stuff, had some no names ways, all that stuff. Um, but even though we're trying to be a more apolitical show and just sort of have fun and give you guys something to listen to, some chisme, something to just have fun in, in light of the crap that's happening in the world, we did feel that um, we wanted to at least express ourselves honestly in the space that we feel safe in and talk about our feelings about what's going on and our wish for humanity and some people in the chat also chimed in with some good positive thoughts so that was it um so yeah spooky stuff serious stuff funny stuff so basically a typical me hent this show episode special thanks to gabby moreno at seven octobers for coming through Uh, go check out her podcast, A Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue. If you're in San Diego on October 21st in National City, go check out Spook and Works at uh, Books and Works in National City. We'll put the info in the description of the show. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being patient with us when we drop episodes. Thank you guys for tuning in on the live streams every Tuesday. And as always, enjoy the pod.
Déjame pendejo papi ya no más. Déjame pendejo papi ya no más. What is up everybody? It is your boy Luis Martinez aka at Big Chief Burrito live with you on a Tuesday. Yeah. Me hint the show live and direct spectacular part two in the month of October. Sofia Todd <laughs> underscore. How you doing today, Sofia? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Long pauses, man. You ti- is you tired? Is you as tired as I am? Siempre tired. Siempre tired. Siempre tired. Siempre tired. Siempre tired. Man. I gotta, I'm getting that tattoo this week somewhere. Are you really? Okay. What happened on Friday the 13th? Did you get a tattoo? No. No. Okay. I. Uh, yeah. So jumping in. Mi gente show live and direct. We have uh, some really cool show today. We'll do some quick personal news and then we'll bring our Great guests guest. on. Yeah. Uh, we got Gabby Moreno, uh, Seven Octobers from the uh, Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue Horror Hip Hop Podcast. She's an artist and event. Um, uh, she's She runs events and stuff here in San Diego as well. Um, so we're going to bring her on in a little bit to talk about her podcast and about the spooky season, but jumping into personal news. Yeah. This Friday, this last Friday, the 13th was my first as a tattoo shop owner and all the other people that I know that run two tattoo shops were like, you know, it's crazy. It's a huge tattoo day. Obviously the days of the $13 tattoo are gone, but we're doing like $40 flash tattoos all weekend. People were really excited. Um, we ended up most of the people ended up getting bigger, more custom pieces that cost a little yeah. more, but we're still getting, but it was, yeah, it was busy all day Friday. And then since we're a new shop, we extended it all the day, all the, all the weekends. So Saturday and Sunday were also busy. Yeah. So it was good, you know, getting the word out there uh, for the shop at, so- at SoCal Tattoo Main Street. Mm-hmm. Um, please stop by if you're in San Diego and when we make sure you're following us, because when we hit a thousand followers on Instagram and Facebook, we're going to do some free tattoo giveaways. Ooh, nice, nice. Uh, also, shout out to the homie Jason Garcia uh, from Saver Entertainment, who I work with in karaoke. Uh, we had a fundraiser auction for the Magnolia Project in IB, mm-hmm. which uh, is a food pantry for people with uh, food insecurities where you can just show up. You don't have to prove income or nothing. Um, my sister Laura works for uh, volunteers mm-hmm. for them. And they had an auction and we donated a two hour set tattoo session and he bid, uh, I believe $200 for that. And he won that. So he's going to be getting a a badass Mm -hmm. tattoo from my brother at some point. Um, so yeah, so basically super busy in a good way because of the tattoo shop and Friday the 13th and awesome Mm -hmm. that everybody showed up and also still have my day job, still have the minion on the weekends. So my night job and I still have four dogs. So you know, keeping it busy. What about you? Ah, uh, Jesus, dude. I mean, busy too, busy too. I mean, um, thank God I don't have the night job anymore, but still got my day job. Uh, yeah. Wake up calls at 5am. Not fun. Um, honestly, not a lot, just a lot of socializing in the weekend. So it's just been, I kickball. We played, we had a game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, my thumb is better. The lesbian kickball league. I can do a thumbs up now. That I couldn't, that I was not invited to participate. In. I'm so sorry. You do have to be queer to be in the league, in the mm. queer league. <laughs> right. But you know, we lost again. But you, but you know what? It's fine. It's fine. We may not win games, but we win hearts. By gosh darn it! It's so. It was fun. We played actually a really good game. Um, so we put up a fight. It was good. We're getting better. We have a lot of new players. So I'm also mad that you guys called yourself the Gaylers instead of the Scissor Sisters, as I suggested. But you know, <sighs> that's neither here nor there. If it was up to me, probably, <laughs> you know. But Alexis is captain, and she's right. she's a Taylor Swift fan. She's a Swifty man. So Gaylers, yeah. it is. 
All right, cool. Yeah, All right. yeah. Well, that's personal news. Uh, so obviously, uh, we got some other stuff that we're going to talk about. We'll do uh, a little mini hellscape watch later about all the stuff mm-hmm. going on in the world. We'll do some cheese man. We have very few tabs. We still have the um, no Nama's way. So if anybody wants, uh, I'll post a link in it just in case we, yeah. anybody, anybody that's watching yeah. wants to get anonymous advice from unqualified podcasters. That's uh, <laughs> that's that would be us. <laughs> You can uh, you can uh, follow this link here and um, and and you can submit a question anonymously, which yeah. is which is I guess a thing people love to do. I'm going to put it in the chat here for anybody that wants to submit a question today. Do it. Sometimes we get some really good ones, and you know yeah. what? It sparks the debate. So please submit if you can right now, guys. And thanks everybody that's stopping by. Thank you, Nato, for stopping by. Make thanks, sure that you guys Nato. are hitting that subscribe button once you're there hit that like button please it helps us jordan. out jordan nice. what's up brother uh i'm still ending the kickball oh, i'm still ending with the <laughs> uh Miranda, shout out to my sister seven octobers and shout out to you guys for this podcast. absolutely mother thanks for stopping by make sure you hit that uh subscriber button it helps us out and hit that like mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan says, I just took that. That is great. Terrific space. Fabulous. Yeah. Jordan will stop by mellow. Stop by. They're nice. going to be doing, um, hopefully a video about this place since we are featuring some local artists there and from national city and, and awesome. And- All right. So let's jump right into it. So uh spooky season has arrived next Saturday. There mm-hmm. is an event, uh, created by seven Octobers by Gabby Moreno in national city. We're going to give you guys the address and everything as we go along. Uh, SoCal Tattoo will have a booth there. We'll be raffling off some, uh, uh, we'll be doing like really cheap raffle tickets, maybe, and doing raffling off uh, maybe a free tattoo, you know, Ooh, for the event. Very uh, nice. But um, to talk a little bit about her horror and horror and hip hop <laughs> podcast, as well as Bonzo. Her- Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love you, Bonzo. <laughs> Sophia's thirst trap is working. Uh, and <laughs> To, to talk to us about our about our hip hop and horror podcast and about the event mm-hmm. coming up this Saturday, twenty first in National City, um, seven Octobers or AKA Gabby Moreno. Yes, welcome, welcome. Good meeting you, Gabby. What's Thank up? you for for having me. Uh, and Sophia, I think we met maybe briefly, but nice to meet you. Very briefly, but nice First to meet you again. <laughs> yeah, and shout out to Luis. Thank you for having me on here. But I'm excited. So. Uh, do you want me to just start talking about the event or how, how do you want to do it? No, this is my podcast. So we, we will leave. I know you have your own podcast. This is a nightmare on Cedric Avenue right now. <laughs> having the this control. is me and this show. All right, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, let, we'll get, we'll get into the event really quick, but, but I want to talk to you a little bit about, about you and about you as a personality and about your show, uh, Nightwork on Cedric, uh, nightmare on Cedric Avenue. We um, we met at during the festival and we mm-hmm. talked and then, you know, I introduced you to a couple of other podcast people that I know because we had you uh, because I feel like you were a good ma- a match for a 50th anniversary of hip hop uh, podcast that we did. And yeah. um, and, you know, so you you're a big hip hop fan. Uh, I am. But you're a much bigger horror fan than I am because I'm a horror mm-hmm. fan, but I love all genres. So tell us a little bit about Nightwork on Nightmare on Sedwick Avenue first, how that happened and when you decided to put yourself out there as a podcaster. Yeah, so um, let me know if I ramble on, but pretty much I started, it started off as a blog, actually, Nightmare on Cedric Avenue, so it was in 2019, technically 2018, December, and then 2019, I kind of got heavy involved in, like, the San Diego hip-hop scene, and so uh, initially when I started the the blog, 
I was doing like written reviews and I just thought I was just going to do like movie reviews, like a horror mainstream and same thing with like uh, hip hop, like mainstream albums. But then as soon as I got into involved into the hip hop scene here in San Diego, I was like, uh, I should showcase some of these artists because they're really like really dope. And so I was like, so then I just got kind of started going to shows and uh, kind of just saying, like, hey, I have a blog. If you wanted me to review your album, send it to me, whatever. And then I started doing that. And I kind of got like a reputation for like doing reviews and stuff like that. Um, and so that's how I kind of grew. And then from there, I was like, I kind of wanted it to be more because I was like, I want these people to tell their stories, too. And so so it kind of evolved first from hip hop mainly. And I was like, how can I do like the horror part? And that kind of came later. But with the hip hop, I uh, decided I was like, I want to do interviews. And so I started doing like written interviews. And I was like, I don't think a lot of people read, especially like in 2019. I think it was like the blog era where it was like kind of ending. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to do an audio. So it was kind of ghetto. It was just like my MacBook. I would just meet the people and just have like literally the speaker. I didn't even have a mic. Um, and just have them like, you know, ask questions and get to know them and then post it on, uh, I think at the time they, I had Anchor already. And so I was streaming it on there through through uh, all the streaming platforms. And then from there, I was like, I want to move to video. Mm -hmm. And so me and some of my friends literally like just one day, like learned about OBS and we just like literally learned it in a day and I got oh, addicted to it. Yeah, <laughs> I got like addicted to it. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. You can do so many things. Um, OBS is a beast to master. Though. Yeah, it is. It is. And so I still don't get it. I don't yeah. know how you do it. Yeah, that's why that's why we keep it simple. StreamYard is like OBS for dummies. <laughs> I know I saw StreamYard. I'm like, this looks dope. Like if it's easier. I feel like I yes, complicated. Yes, I start yes. with the complicated one, but I was like, yeah. oh, if I could do that, I could I can easily do StreamYard. Yeah. You got it out the way. Yeah. Right. So so yeah, so that's pretty much what happened. Like I then started doing video and pretty much like in 20. 2020, I think I, I, I threw like my first like hip hop and horror event um, uh, alongside uh, Fantasy Lounge. Shout out to to him for having me that they had like a gamer type of thing at the AC Lounge. So mm -hmm. a lot of the hip hop stuff that I was going to was like hip hop Wednesdays. I don't know if people are familiar with that, but it was every Wednesday at the AC Lounge down there in North Park. Um, and that's where I was kind of meeting a lot of people. But there was also other events that were happening. It was like thriving from like 2019 and then 2020 kind of killed the vibe with uh, obviously COVID. It's, it's sad, but it kind of did kill the vibe with shows. Um, so I had a show literally that month, that the day before everything shut down. Like it was the last show I threw and it was really everybody showed up. It was like hip hop with horror. Um, I pretty much paired up like uh, producers from San Diego and then artists, rap artists from San Diego. And then I gave them like a. Pretty much they kind of picked from a can like okay you're gonna do this candy man and you're gonna like redo the song to it so it's pretty cool so they did different like um themes of, of songs of horror songs and then they just wrap right. over them so it's pretty cool so from there i was like then obviously everything shut down and that kind of like i still did the podcast because i was doing everything virtual anyways and so from there um i think i just started dming people uh for like on the horror side i was just like yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, the That's worst me. thing is they can ignore me or say no, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so I, uh, I, started up, I started hitting up uh, like directors and like actors and stuff like that. And slowly, like some people said yes. And I was like surprised. And some people said no. And I was like, OK. But yeah, uh, yeah it was cool. And so that's how I kind of like evolved to what it is now. Nightmare on Sedgwick. And uh, I'm on season five now. And yeah, it's been a, it's oh, been a crazy yeah. ride. But it's been Listen. fun. That's uh, that's that's how you got to do it. I mean, listen, I've gotten uh, actors. For, I, I got an actor from the TV show The Wire. 
Uh, I got a Hall of Fame football player for my show just by commenting and sliding into the M's. You know, typical talk a lot of shit about Twitter or X, whatever, but it's a great way to meet people. uh, Instagram as well. You just got to slide in there and shoot your shot. So not worrying, Cedric Avenue, seven, uh, five seasons, obviously the... Uh, the importance of the name Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Sedgwick Avenue in the Bronx, where hip hop uh, mm-hmm. originated 50 years mm-hmm. ago, which is the first time they had the two turntables mixing yeah. up beats and stuff like that for a house party. Um, and uh, and then you go into and then you're doing live events at the same time. So um, yeah. how all of that brings you, you do you the show, you start getting more. And now, you know, we get to this next event that's happening this Saturday. Uh, yes. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so, yeah, so this is kind of technically, like, I guess the second biggest event since before the COVID pandemic. I've done other stuff before, like, but it wasn't anything with, like, the 7 Octobers or Nightmare on Cedric brand. So technically, this is kind of, like, my biggest show that I've done after the pandemic. And so I have a friend, shout out to Dave Pepper. He's the owner of Bookworks and Such, who I met at uh, the Verbatim Book Fair, like, a couple years ago. And he was just selling books, like, there as a vendor, and I thought he had like a really dope collection because he had like a Stephen King collection a lot of all his books. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And so I kind of yeah, I was like, um, how can I like support you? Or like, do you have like an Instagram? And he only had a Facebook at the time. And I was like, OK. So I kind of just followed him. And um, I saw that like a year later, he's like, I'm opening up a bookstore uh, and it was going to be in, in National City in a warehouse. And it's kind of like super hidden. It's like a speakeasy bookstore. Yeah. Um, nice. And so I told him like uh, that, that pretty much that's how we built that relationship. And then from there, it's been, I think, a year already that he's had it. And so I told them, like, I just kept saying stuff like, oh, let's do something. But then I finally told them this year, I was like, you know, we should do something um, to know what your what your bookstore is, because nobody really like knows about it. Like mm-hmm. he had issues with like Google not letting his business show up there. So I was like, we need Google's to like the real to you next Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so. So we were like, uh, let's throw an event. And then that way people know that you exist. And so I was like, what should we call it? He's like, Spookworks and such. Like, let's just keep it simple. Like, instead of Bookworks and such, it'll be Spookworks and such. And I was like, okay, that's dope. Well, and that's so cool. he just kind of let me run wild with it. He was, he like trusted me. And he was like, you know, you, you book everybody, you know, more people than I do in the artist community. So I was like, okay, let's do that. And then, um, so I, I booked, uh, I think it's like 12 vendors. So, and I want to shout everybody out too, before I forget, I wrote everybody down just in case, but um, shout out to Soloka, who is uh, slow fashion. She does her own kind of clothing, her uh, Claudia and Manny, uh, who are married and they own, they co-own this shop in Barrio Logan. Um, And then they also have a a dope podcast called uh, Skills Pay Bills. So shout out to them. Um, And then SoCal Tattoos, again, Luis here is going to have here repping his uh, SoCal Tattoo Shop and congrats on that. Again, Thank you. Uh, Butterfly Dreams is my sister, Melly. Uh, she does poetry and stuff like that and uh, like prints. And shout out to A Pin Apart, who is by the homie Wes. And he also has a podcast, actually, Drop the Mic podcast, uh, local mm-hmm. San Diego. So shout out to him. Uh, Fat Bottom Girl Bakes, which I somebody recommended okay. her. And I was like, that's a pretty Ooh, cool name. So she does spooky treats. And mm-hmm. that's going to be cool. Uh, the Ari okay, Monster, okay. uh, the Ari Monster, she does, I think, like clothing and like tote bags and stuff like that. I think it's Dave's friend, 
And then Dave's daughter is actually going to be there, Natalie. Um, she's going to be a photographer. And then she's also she also does like uh, little like keychains and other types of art. So she'll be selling some stuff, too. Okay. Um, so shout out to her. Shout out to CJ Artist. Um, he's like a really dope, like glow in the dark blacklight uh, artist, which mm-hmm. is really cool. So I, I don't think I've ever met him, but uh, but I was like, okay, let's let's see what kind of dope. I've seen his art that he's been sharing on his stories, and it's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then I have uh, Ellie Crochet, where she crochets spooky stuff. Uh, so shout out to her as well. And then her dark half, she does a little bit like darker type of art painting, and I think she also does like three D stuff, uh, like shadow boxes and Mad Minds. Uh, also, shout out to her. She does the same thing that she does art, um, a little bit more obscure stuff. And then I wanted to get an author because it's a bookstore. So shout out to Cody Goodfellow. And he's a, he's a San Diego local. Uh, okay. So we have them. And you're, yeah, bar- you're bearing the lead. Banging Bennies is going to be there. Yes. Banging uh-huh. Bennies. Yeah, burgers and fries, and they look bomb. I've never had them, but a friend recommended them. Oh, them. my God. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. If we could do a little Banging Bennies right here. Uh, I heard about Banging Bennies, Sophia. Actually, when we had the podcaster from the South of Eight podcast on. Yeah. And he had Banging Bennies on his South of Eight podcast talking about them. Banging Bennies is this guy who had, like, a regular job, but wasn't yeah. really didn't have any passion there. And he's like, I just want to cook. And now he does a pop-up. Um, and you can find them most Friday and Saturday nights um, right next to on Broadway and H. Uh, right next to the Manhattan, uh, the bar, the little dive mm-hmm. bar right there, uh, uh, the Manhattan. And so every fr- a lot of Friday nights after I get done playing poker, I cruise down there <laughs> and I get myself. And he's got these smash burgers with Azteca fries, which are like fries with pulled oh, pork. That sounds good. Uh, yeah, his burger, his his shit is mashing. So shout out Banging Bennies. That yeah, may or may not be the reason that I decided to buy a booth. But no, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> it, was the, it was the support October's and the support. Uh, but, but but yeah, that's like uh, great food, uh, some spooky stuff. Uh, it's happening. Let's do a quick list. It's happening this October 21st from 4 to 9 p.m. Spookworks and such. Seven Octobers and Bookworks and such present a uh, kind of Halloween celebration event. Yeah. Costumes encouraged. Uh, you're going to have photo ops, uh, DJ sets, spooky vendors, authors, food vendors, banning, banning is 49 p.m., 2300 Thailand's Avenue, National City. SoCal Tattoo is going to be selling really cheap raffle tippet, tickets, and we're going to be giving away a tattoo. Hey. So you can nice. get a, you can get yourself a, a nice horror. It doesn't, I mean, <clears throat> I'm going to have some pictures of some of our horror-themed ones that we have because it's a Halloween event. So if you want to get a Freddy Krueger or a Michael Myers, we'll have some dope ideas for you. But if not, you know, we'll honor it for any types of tattoos. All right. Jordan says, Bookworks and such is an amazing spot. It's the middle of nowhere, but it's not a great, it's got a great ambience. Anyone who loves horror books, films should check it out. Yeah, we'll cool. be there. Yep, definitely. <clears throat> I saw Jordan do a video for you as well. And it's great to yes. have this sort of community event be promoted um, by different uh, authors, by different uh, personalities in the neighborhood. And it's a great event for National City and for horror fans in San Diego. So, mm-hmm. so hopefully, hey, everybody come out. I'll be there. I'll be, I'll be sitting, I'll be in the booth hanging out. You know, yeah. Gabby, are, 
Gabby, are you from National City or what part of San Diego are you from? No, I'm from, well, I always rep City Heights because that's where I grew up. But right now I'm in Adelaide Gardens, but I, I moved up in the world, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I love, uh, City Heights is always, I actually have a cup right here. Shout out to Arte de Luz, actually. I'd rather oh. share that more people. Um, yeah, oh she did. God. This is pretty that's, dope. That's, that's um, she actually did the photo yeah, so Arte de Luz actually did the photo op, so shout out to her. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, it's on IG, it's pretty dope. Um, she did like a little like ghost and a pumpkin, so people can take pictures when they get there to the events. It's going to be cool. And then again, shout out to Jordan too for uh, for doing that promo for me. That that was really helpful. And I, I think he just posted on TikTok, he said it's blowing up, so that's that's yeah. good. Um, and then shout out to, to the DJ, I forgot the DJ, uh, Admiral Atlas. And also the homie beats who's I, I also made music in the past. I forgot to mention that, but he's produced a lot of my instrumentals uh, for my for my music. And so I he's going to do a beat set, like a 30, 45 minute beat set. Um, and and, yeah. First 20 attendees get a spooky goodie bag. Yeah. yeah. The first 20 people. All right. Oh, and bring a chair. Uh, I would say it's like the Alabama bra, bring a chair because uh, for the secret scary movie, it's like a concrete place. So <laughs> OK. <laughs> so they, Bring a chair and a blanket for the movie because there's going to be no scene. I, I <laughs> keeps a, I keeps a couple of uh, beach chairs in my trunk. So. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Right. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Got that nation <laughs> studios. City Heights represent. Thanks for hey. stopping by. Yeah, we, this is another yeah. podcast. Got a nation that we need to do mm-hmm. uh, an appearance swap with you. Yeah, shout out to him. Actually, um, he has an event coming up on November 11th that I'm going to be part of. I'm helping him actually do the uh, interviews there and I'll be vending as well. Oh, very all right excellent so all right we're here live with seven octobers uh gabby moreno uh from the event and from the nightmare on Sedgwick avenue horror mm-hmm. and hip-hop podcast let's get into some spookiness where it's yes. the season um let me ask you this what came first your love of hip-hop or your love of horror movies i think it's almost like simultaneously because i just i, I remember like at probably like seven, eight years old, like listening to like Tupac and Biggie on the radio with my parents. But then I also remember like it was the VHS era. And so we would always go to like Blockbuster and like Hollywood. So I think it was kind of like simultaneously there, maybe hip hop a little bit more, I would say. What was the first horror movie that you obsessed about? I think I always played a child's play, child's play, probably the, the, the first one that I, that I kind of recall. And then some Mexican films, cause my grandma, she was Catholic, but uh, she she loved watching like Mexican she liked to be scared yeah <laughs> the exorcist and she- <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> no, like, a, like even like the Pedrito Fernandez I don't know if you guys remember like they had some 80s slashers and like oh, Pedrito yeah. Fernandez was in them like uh, like there was uh, one that I really liked it was Panico en la Montaña Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, um, shout out to one of my friends from LA. He actually gifted me the poster, uh, and it's like hard to find, like one of those kind of like lobby cards. But yeah, that's oh, kind of the stuff I grew up on too, like on the Mexican horror, because I don't think they get the 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 recognition they deserve in the horror genre. Mex- Mexico's done a lot for the horror genre too. Not at all. Actually, what would be some recommendations with Mexican horror films that you would like? These are must sees. Yeah, I would say, yeah, great question. I would say, like, Panico la Montaña, which is hard to find, though. It, it sucks. Like, I've been trying to get, like, even the VHS, but it's super hard. It's rare. Uh, Cementerio de Terror, they just released it on Blu-ray. Um, and then what's another one? There's Alucarda, which is, like, a 70s one. Um, and it's kind of, like, about, like, Satanism and stuff like that. 
Satanico Pandemonium, which is kind of like a non-exploitation film, but it's pretty cool. Like Enrique Rocha, like a bunch of like actors that you'll know from novelas, you, you'll recognize. Okay. Uh, but that's something like that, that come to the top of my head right now. Dang, I mean, that's a lot already. I'm, I'm definitely not <laughs> writing all of them down in my watch list right now. <laughs> Feel, um, have you watched? Uh, I know you watched VHS eighty five, which had uh, a segment by uh, the queen or the current queen of Mexican horror, Gigi. Uh, uh, Gigi, uh, what did you think about that? And what do you think about her films in, in general, like the Lucha? I, Gore type of yeah, I was actually just talking about her recently uh, uh, because I yeah I love her work. The only thing I was kind of disappointed. I haven't done a review, but I kind of because I also want to be honest in my reviews. But like I went to go right. see Satanic Hispanics. Uh, and I wasn't like a huge fan. I like the only one that, that I really love was the first one, which is by, I think, Demian Rugna, which is an Argentinian uh, horror uh, director, mm-hmm. which he just released When Evil Lurks. And that's like my number one like horror film of this year. Um, oh, but he, he always like knows how to like scare you and like and not like the regular jump scares. And it's just the storytelling, too. So his short in the Satanic Hispanics was my favorite. Gigi's, I also loved hers because it was about Nahuales. But I just felt like the story wasn't fleshed out. I was kind of disappointed. And then the rest of the stories, it was just, I know it's like horror comedy, but mm-hmm. I would love to see like a darker, like Mexican horror legends. And that's where I kind of want to do. That's one of the things I want to go into filmmaking. I, I would love to see that because I think it got silly towards the end. Um, they use like some Aztec thing and it was like a phallic oh. object. And I was like, what the heck is this? Like, it was, just, yeah. it was serious to me. So I was like, oh, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. But um, the VHS 85, I got to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I was just talking to a friend about it. I sometimes I'll cho- turn something on and I'll be on my phone and not even paying attention to it. So I got to rewatch it. But I saw Gigi like as a news reporter and my yeah. friend convinced me to rewatch it because he's like, it's, it gets dope. Just like give it a chance. I was like, OK, I'll rewatch it again. <laughs> I do want to get into some of your favorite horror movies. And then if you're in the chat, uh, go ahead and drop what your favorite horror mm-hmm. movie or the movie you yeah. want to rewatch every Halloween is. Also, we got a bunch of people watching, so let's hit that like button. If you're watching on YouTube, please. If you're watching on Facebook, give us a little reaction. If you're on Twitch or on Sophia's YouTube or the Mijenta YouTube, go ahead and give us a like. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. It's free. Hit that notification bell so you get notified when we go live. We stream every Tuesday. We drop podcast episodes every Thursday. And we are, oh, we just hit 10,000 downloads in our Ooh, first year yeah. on our podcast. Okay. So awesome. congratulations nice. little celebration. Hey, for us. Um, go ahead and hit that like button. Let us hook us up. And then if you guys do want to listen to the audio versions of this, just look for me Hent the show anywhere you got po- get your podcast. Probably the same place you listen to Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue, <laughs> Spotify, iTunes. Pandora, Alexa. If you ask Alexa to play me Hentha show, she will do it. Not now, Alexa. She'll miss, but, uh, she'll, she'll miss speak it. She'll say me Gente, but yes. She'll say me Gente. Hey, we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, but but yeah, so before we get into um, anybody, yeah, and please let us know what your favorite uh, or let's say mm-hmm. favorite uh, ones that you rewatch the most or if you have overrated or underrated horror, those will also mm-hmm. be interesting. Um, I know something that we try to stay away from on the show since we have guests that are filmmakers of stuff like that is being is the difference between being a content creator, a podcaster and then a reviewer, because mm-hmm. they seem very similar. But you don't necessarily they, they don't really cross over very cleanly, because like you said, if you want to be an honest movie reviewer like Rosa Parra, 
you know, she's got to be a real, uh, and then sort of that sort of, you know, but then when she comes on podcast, it makes it difficult for her maybe interview people yeah. and stuff like that. For us as filmmakers, I know we don't want to be overly critical of other mm-hmm. people's work because, you know what I'm saying? What goes yeah. around comes around. So we try to, even though we talk about movies and we talk about stuff, we don't do reviews. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, did you sort of have to make a conscious effort of when you were doing reviews to when you were wanting to podcast to being wanting to filmmake to be like, uh, you know, which one of these is going to drop off or which one's more, most important to you? Yeah, I'm like, for sure, the podcast. And that's where I kind of like it's hard for me, too, because obviously I want to interview Gigi. But then if I say something like, oh, I didn't right, really like right. it, it's like, right. it's, it's kind of right. like, like, I'm still trying to figure a balance. Luckily, I've never, I, I usually try to post more positive reviews, like stuff that I like uh, mm-hmm. versus like things that I don't like. I think that's always been my formula. So if you kind of go back, I rarely do, like, I think I'll, I'll say like some criticism on stuff, but it's usually I, I loved it. It's just some things that I was like, oh, some cons on it. But for sure, the podcast is the main thing that I kind of, I've been trying to grow um, and trying to get more like bigger guests, but I also want to also still show love to the community here. So I've also like interviewed like uh, local film, filmmakers from San Diego. And uh, uh, like you said, Luisa, I would love to have you on my my podcast too. So, and uh, Jordan actually shout out to him because I have another podcast, The Heartful Truth. Again, shout out to my sister, Melly. Um, Jordan was just on it in his episode will be dropping soon. So kind of like, I, I love just talking to people and getting to build those relationships. So for sure that that comes first for me. And uh, for people that might be unfamiliar, Gigi, the Gigi we were, we're name dropping is Gigi Saul Guerrero. I met her several years ago at um, Horrible Imaginings Film Festival here in San Diego mm-hmm. uh, and at, and at Comic-Con. And she has a company called Lucha, Lucha Gore Productions, which is a Mexican horror uh, franchise. Uh, or co- production company in Canada, but she does a lot of work, and she's 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 sort of one of the more one of the biggest up and coming um, filmmakers, uh, female directors in the horror space. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, so so absolutely here. Um, so Sophia, go ahead. Did you have any any questions? I I kind of want to know more about your taste specifically in horror because I know yeah. you're a total horror nerd, and it is yeah. spectacular. So like, what kind of I guess, genre of horror do you gravitate towards? Like, for example, I think last week we were talking with Rosa Parra about Terrifier and she had a very <laughs> vivid reaction to that. So like, what do you, what do you gravitate towards? Do you like the metal? Do you like the comedy? Do you like gore? Like, what are your top favorites? What's your favorite uh, horror genre, I guess? Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I, cause I love everything. I'm just like, I just <laughs> love it. Like, if I would say like top five, like sub genres, mm-hmm. I would say like horror comedy, mm-hmm. um, uh, werewolves. I just love werewolves as a kid. I don't know why I was obsessed with them. Werewolf stuff, vampire stuff, slashers, and I don't know. I don't even know what you would call it, but like the slower build ones. Like I just saw the fall of the House of Usher, which is directed by Mike Flanagan, and all his stuff that I really like. I, don't I know love Mike Flanagan. Right? Oh, mm-hmm. he's, he's so dope. Yeah. So I don't know what that genre would be of his because he's he's. I think he mixes color. it with thriller. Like he's very like mystery, mystery thriller. Yeah, out of the hauntings, which one's your favorite? The Haunting of Hill House. I love that. Right. Yeah, I'm a I'm a twin, so that episode with the twin got me. Like I don't know if you remember that that word, like the twin dies. And sorry if I'm like killing it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> spoiler alert! Yeah, spoiler alert! Sorry guys, but it's already been out for a couple a couple. Yeah, years. come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was like, it, it was like where he wakes up and he like feels her like gone, and I was like, oh shit! Like I wonder if that's gonna happen to me if, if I die first or she dies first. I don't know. But you're a twin. Yeah, uh, yeah. fraternal. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Hunting in Hill House is really good. It has a lot of like uh, plot points when it comes to like siblings, uh, yeah. parenting, all of that. It just hits everything. But okay, yeah. you mentioned werewolves and vampires. Yeah. Which one would you choose if you had to? Like between the two. Uh, between the two. Probably vampires. Because I feel like I have more favorite vampire movies. Nice. But uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard. Yeah, because like I'm wearing it right now from The Still Down. So yeah. it's like pandemonium. Like that's one of my favorite films of all time. Uh, I thought you might like the shirt that I'm wearing, the Megan MF Bond, yeah, the, the MF Dune, uh, Voltron. Oh, I guess. Uh, oh, that looks pretty dope. Yeah, it's a, it's called the Mega Bond. Um, yeah. Um, what I mean, I've always wondered what what horror movie I would be able to survive, or you know. Oh yeah, that's a good. I I honestly don't know if I could. Like I have a horror. Would you rather? Would you rather? Okay, here's a. Would you rather be in like a movie like It Follows, or would you rather be in a movie like? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh. Uh, it follows probably, honestly. Like, because it's such yeah. a slow build, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah, and at least you can try to escape it. Like the Texas Chainsaw, like that, they were fucking crazy. Like the whole yeah. family. Uh, yeah. Jordan's, uh, yeah, Jordan I says, uh, right, thank you. Yeah. Love Mike Flanagan. Dr. Sleep, out, though, I Dr. just rewatched that one. Yeah, Dr. Sleepers are really good. Uh, yeah. I saw Camilla Film Cribia del Paramo, 110 recommended. I'm writing it down. Uh, Monzo, Monzo uh, RIP MF Doom. Yeah, man. But when you say, when you type the man's name out, all caps, what's up with what, what's what's Doom doing in lowercase there? All caps, baby. All caps. <laughs> all caps, Monzo. Um, yeah, so I I I, I was uh, kind of thinking about this because I I was I figured we should have some lists and some stuff about horror movies. I wanted to bring up a couple that were like for example i've always been curious and when i watch when i watch when i go into like my deep dives on horror movies i always look up like the word you know the most brutal like you know have you ever seen have you seen movies like for example martyrs uh or uh stuff like that do you do you like do you do you seek out those like you know sort of classics about stuff like that how do you feel specifically about that movie if you haven't seen martyrs uh don't um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just watched because I'm honestly, and that's probably one of my least over Sophia. Like, that's one of my least favorite genres. Oh. Like those, like I don't know what you, I, I the name of it, but uh, it doesn't come to mind right now. But pretty much like those, like there's, a, I draw a line sometimes where like it's like rape, mm. kind of like I'm like oh, I don't know if I, I want to do those. But I have watched Martyrs because I, and I took me forever. I literally just watched it like this year because I kept hearing. All this stuff about it, and I was like, I don't know yeah. if I'm ready for it. But then I watch it, I'm like, okay, it wasn't like as as horrible as I thought before. Maybe I'm just yeah. like kind of like more desensitized. But yeah. um, but the ending was really like dope, like kind of like what it what, what it kind of yeah yeah spoiler 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 alert spoiler alert spoiler alert. Listen, martyrs martyrs is visually uh sort of uh yeah martyrs the ending of martyrs really blows your 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 mind because it's just like existential dread in a nutshell um i'll save you guys some trouble do not watch uh there'll be like if you ever go down this rabbit hole of like the serbian most extreme film? the most extreme yeah don't watch a serbian film you're not missing anything even as a filmmaker you can skip solo 120 days it's okay. it's a it's a motherfucker from a filmmaking perspective these movies mm-hmm. that you really have to like and i've talked to miguel from the horrible imagining film festival um uh about some of these films and it's like you know you got to sort of see the artistry because for example serbian film on the outside is is just this very disgusting film Mm -hmm. but the themes of it 
are about like repression and society and all these things mm-hmm. happening in, in Serbia at the time. And it's told in this manner. So it's kind of like, you know, you have to be in the right. Martyrs is a motherfucker uh, just because of the existentialism yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, but definitely if you watch Martyrs or if you watch, um, you know, um, I watched Spit on Your Grave. Or have you seen those two? Those Grave is really good. Yeah, Spit on Your Grave is good. Intense and stuff like that. Like it's almost kind of like Last House on the Left, I guess, sort of mm-hmm. that type of thing. Yeah. Um, Revenge is, I mean, but then uh, a better modern version of something like that would be like Barbarian. You know. Oh, I that's true. A little bit less, like more, like less. Uh, yeah. <laughs> less horrific, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jordan says that's why they like it. Actually, now that you see that. About it. <laughs> there you go. Poughkeepsie, yeah, also. Um, yeah, so it, it definitely is a thing. So there's definitely movies out there that you don't have to, like Lake Mungo or whatever that one, that was Oh, yeah. Fun. That one was like... Yeah. So that's a no-go because it's on my watch list. Lake Mungo? It's a, it's it's <laughs> found footage, it's found footage, but it's like very... Uh, I don't know. It was really a slow burn right. for me. Like okay. I, I watch every single one of these movies because as a filmmaker, like I want to know. It's like research mm-hmm. for me. But if I but 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 uh, I would say there's some classics that are really worth watching. Like for example, Let the Right One In uh, is oh, a really great movie. movie. Yeah. That's a really great vampire movie. The Girl with All the Gifts is also a great vampire sort of mm-hmm. slash zombie movie. Um, there's a bunch of stuff like that. That's 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 like more modern classics that I really like. Barbarian is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Barbarian is really really. good. I didn't like it. I, I, you didn't like I it. Know. I just thought it was going in a different direction, and I was just like. And then I always kind of clown that Justin Long always gets murdered. He's always like, no, drag me to hell. I haven't finished Goosebumps. I knew Goosebumps. We'll see if Do you like Jeepers Creepers? Well, okay. Yes. I mean, yeah, it, was, okay, cool. it was better than what happened to him in Tusk. Did That's you get, true. Did you, did you watch Tusk? Yeah. And then there's okay. the other one that he came out in a vampire one, too, and he got murdered there, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, barbarian, barbarian does sort of throw you a con because there's a there's a certain point where it sort of feels like it's an episode of uh of Mindhunter, uh you know what I mean? Like oh, it's it sort of becomes a little like that, and you're like, oh, I want to go deeper into that. Mm. Um, but I really, really, so yeah, Jenny agrees with Gabby on Barbarian. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. What about? Uh, and then Lizzie said earlier that she likes the child play franchise and Conjuring films. I try to rewatch them every Halloween season. Nice. Yeah. I got vetoed on Friday the 13th. I was just going to play all the Friday the 13th movies, one through like 40 in a row <laughs> at, the, at the shop. But then all the artists was like, no, we want music. And I was like, all right, fine. Why don't you just play music with the background, like the movie playing just for visuals? And then you put a speaker out yeah. with music. Because we got the trap house TV on the floor, and no, I'm just kidding. Ah, uh, no, because uh, we, because uh, we didn't have any. We don't we don't have that capability. We can only right. play one thing right now. Either We're working on it. All right, cool. We just got one TV. It's so a new far. shop. Come on. It's, a new, it's shop. a new shop. We barely got this stuff going. All right, so hey, thanks everybody for stopping by tonight. We're talking live here with Seven Octobers, Gabby Moreno from the event coming up on Saturday, October 21st from 4 to 9 p.m. Spook and Works and Such, 2300 Thailands Avenue, National City, California free event uh come by get a gift bag watch a scary movie bring a chair see some vendors buy some swag we got spooky stuff eat some banging bannies there's gonna be a lot of stuff uh have you guys seen the outsider tv series on max i want to say i have i watch so much shit that i forget sometimes but i think i have if it's the one based on what's up keithan what's up keithan 
I haven't seen it. Keith in oh, from Kid Comics stopping by. Hey. Yes, we're talking with Gabby about this event on the 21st. Thailand's Avenue, National City, Spook Works and Such. And check out the bookstore, Books, Work, and Such, right? Uh, Jordan says it's a great thing mm-hmm. for all lovers of film and books and whatnot. Why is it uh, not on Google yet? What's up with Google? Have you put your shop on Google yet? Listen, Google <laughs> is... Later. Google is being a cunt with us uh, because, and I'll tell you why. I'm sorry. See you next Tuesday. Uh, (laughs) Google is being real cunty with us because there used to be another tattoo shop at that same location. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, we need to get on Google. And Google's like, hey, uh, we need you to verify this with a phone call. So we do the phone call and they're like, cool, you're Mm -hmm. verified. And they're like, actually... Uh, we need a video of you in the shop opening the door and showing us around. And then we did that, and they're like, cool, you're verified. And they're like, actually, we need you to have a domain name with an email that we can verify. And I'm like, we don't have that. We need signage. It's not ready yet. We need you to fucking send us a blood sample. So basically, they've been real bitchy with us, and, and like it's taking forever to get verified on Google. Thankfully... We still have people that can find us. Uh, if you look us up at the address, it comes up as Liberty Tattoo. But when we pick up the phone, it says SoCal Tattoo. So, mm-hmm. so we exist. We promise you. Show up. <laughs> 3660 Main Street, San Diego, 92113. Yeah, I just uh, refer them to your Instagram. I'm just like, hey, yeah, 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 that's why. I, we're on up. Facebook. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Etsy. We have a website. It's just Google for some fucking reason. It takes forever. Like I, you guys were saying earlier that. Yeah, you know Google fucking sucks sometimes when it when 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 you try to add a listing because they're, they're like trying oh. to kill the vibe for independent uh, business. Yeah, owners. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, they're like, hey, if you paid for five hundred dollars in advertising, it could be a oh, little yeah. faster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 All right, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, ask you a couple more questions. So right now, um, what are you? Are there any films that you've heard about that you know about that you've interviewed people about either locally? in the horror genre that you're excited to see? Um, I haven't yet. I do want to interview uh, the director of Everybody Dies. Everybody Dies, I think, at the end? Yes. Yeah. Everybody Dies at they the were, end. Yeah. It was hilarious. Like I said, I love horror comedies, and I feel like they did a good job. I don't know if you guys saw Deadstream. That was also like an indie film, not here from San Diego. But I know. I mean, I know the director yeah, of Everybody funny. Dies. By the end, I can I can send him a message if you want to get him on on your show. Uh, yeah, and I uh, met the guy uh, actually. I'll I went. Put to, I'll put I'll put a good word in for you. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, because I met the guy. I met the director and the one of the actors at one mm-hmm. of the film consortium um, mm-hmm. things where you mingle with people. And and yeah. I actually bought like the little poster and I got to take a picture with them. But they, and they won for like their their film too. Uh, I forgot what award they won for the film awards. But uh, yeah, they're, they're one for sure because I think it's hilarious. And I think it just went on streaming. I think they were promoting it not that long ago. I shared it mm-hmm. um, from local. I wouldn't say local, but I did from the Latino Film Festival. I met um, the director of Wesera and I had her on the podcast, uh, Michelle Garza. And so shout out to her because she was really like really down to earth. I just like kind of like went to like up to her after the Q&A at the Latino Film Festival because I've been kind of watching the circuits in last year. And I was like, I hope it, it shows here in San Diego because sometimes it's rare that they show like Mexican films here. Mm-hmm. And so when I, I found out she was going to be at the Latino Film Festival because I volunteered and that's how I met Luis, I was like, I got to go and see if I, I get to meet her. And so that's how I kind of like, I just told her, I'm like, hey, I have a podcast. Would you want to be on? She's like, yeah, here's my email. 
And then I hit her up like a couple weeks after and we we had her on the show. Excellent. That's dope. Well, That's dope. we had I had Ian Tripp on on uh on my show a couple of times on the Fireside Chats. Nice. He's a great guy. So yeah. I'll I'll make sure that um if you hit him up, I'll let him know that that he should definitely come on your show, uh Gabby. Appreciate it. About that. All mm-hmm. right. Well, uh yeah, anything else from you, Sophia? Um, honestly, I had so I was thinking because it's very rare, at least at my job where I work, nobody else is a San Diego local. So I think it's a very rare thing. But I know that like you've been in the community for a very long time and know pretty much everybody, you know, in in said community. So like I don't know. I wanted to ask kind of like what has been your experience. Um, getting into these communities in San Diego, what has been something that maybe stands out to you? Um, I don't know. Just speak a little bit more about like all just be, your your experience in the community. Um, so I uh, I'll speak first to like with the hip hop community because like I said that's mm-hmm. kind of where I started like my footing. And mm-hmm. so obviously, I mean I think you can relate, Sophia. Luis yeah. probably can't because you're not a woman. <laughs> but um, it's kind of harder because we kind of gotta like especially in these type of uh, platforms where it's like horror and hip hop, they're male dominated. Male dominated, yeah. So like having to be in there in those rooms, it kind of like really built up my, I had, uh, I was never like, I was always shy. So like it built up my pretty much self-esteem, my confidence and all that stuff. So it was rooms sometimes where I would go and it still happens to this day too, where like people will kind of just not acknowledge me. Like it's just, they see all my guy friends and then they'll say hi to everybody except me. Um, and it's happened in the past uh, as well, but pretty much kind of like not taking it personal and then just kind of showing up. And then people started coming to me when I started doing reviews, they're like, okay, she's like serious about it. And then kind of the word spread. So kind of getting that. And so that was kind of a little bit difficult at first, but uh, mostly I it did have like a lot of love. So I can't, I can't hate on that. Like I got a lot of love. And then from there, pretty much building those relationships kind of helped kind of build what I have now with like the, the podcast Mm-hmm. And then I kind of started putting myself out there too, going to different things. So I also paint, which I just started like I want to say a year ago. Yeah, and we got so some work I at got... the shop. <laughs> what was that? We have a couple of your paintings at the shop. Oh yeah, I gave uh, Luis some some of my paintings. Uh, and honestly, I thought I I kind of thought I was like I suck because I was like I would just doodle and I as a kid and even like in my teenage years. But I was just like ah, it's whatever. And then like uh, a year ago. I want to say like uh, Art Unites, uh, shout out to Blanca. She's huge in the artist community. Mm -hmm. She had an event and uh, one of uh, a couple of our friends were performing and I was part of a collective at the time. And so we had like uh, pretty much merch. And then he was like, does anybody want to sell any other stuff? And I was like, I had just literally like painted some stuff. Mm -hmm. I just started doodling and watching YouTube videos. And I did like a Spider-Man Venom. Um, like a half, like the face of Venom and then Spider-Man. And it came out pretty dope. And I was like, oh shit, I'm not that bad. And so, and then, <laughs> and then I got like a Moon Knight. I was obsessed with Moon Knight because last year I think it came out and I loved, like I've been obsessed with Egyptians for since I was a kid. And so I love the show and I love like the way he looks. And so I was like, oh, let me draw Moon Knight. And so I did a couple of paintings and I, I brought them with me. And that's where I sold my first piece. But it was funny because I wasn't even there. My, my sister was holding that. Nice. Hey, it was better. <laughs> and uh, she sold it. I was like, oh, you didn't take a picture of the guy or something? She's like, no, like he left so quick. But he was excited. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, damn. But, <laughs> but I sold my first piece and I was like, okay, I can I can sell this stuff. Like I can actually make an extra, money yeah. extra and, and do something I love. So I was like, okay, cool. And Here's so, a question from, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, oh, wasn't no. there an Asian show called Everybody Dies on Netflix? I did not see it. 
However, um, we didn't even touch about like Asian horror, like uh, I guess Ooh, yeah, Japanese, Korean, uh, Japanese Korean. stuff, uh, Korean uh, stuff. Korean uh, especially like uh, Train to Busan is probably one of the best zombie movies that I've met, that I've seen in the last 10, 10 years. Train Train to Busan is probably right up there for anybody uh, about zombies. Um, all right, cool. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off on that one, yeah, but uh, but I was just reading some of the comments. And actually, before we let you go, we have a couple of. I was checking our Noname's way, and there was a couple that are re- related to movies. So, oh, okay. Uh, so let's, let's do. We're we gonna, can do it gonna, now. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it now before uh, we let you go. All right, is that cool with you? Yeah. What is this one? Uh, <laughs> it's anonymous uh, advice, and so we have people submit, and but I, I guess it's a lot of uh, horror-related stuff right now. So now it's time for no names way. No names way. No names. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Sophia? Jesus, Lou. Jesus, Lou. Cutting people off. Damn. All right. Or, Tell us what we're answering. Now it's time for no names way. No names way. No names. I quit. I'm not talking uh, anymore. It's anonymous it. advice That's from unqualified it. podcasters. It's no anonymous way. Sorry, Ben. Listen, I'm sorry, Sophia. Uh, people submit anonymous questions and we ask them live on air. It's completely anonymous. Nobody has to give their name. That's why it's called no anonymous way. Uh, yeah, seven Octobers. Before we get on seven, do you have an uh, art Instagram yes. or something? Plug, plug. What's your uh, What's your IG? Yeah, so uh, it's at seven Octobers. Like it's spelled on my name right there with a Z. And it's all social media platforms. And actually, before I get out of here, I do want to just say this before I get out because it's the meaning of my seven Octobers. So I wanted to shout out to that uh, my my abuelitos. I'm dedicating that show to them. Uh, my abuelita passed away October 7th, 2014. So that's the reason I go by seven Octobers. And again, she was the reason that I love music and movies. And my abuelito recently just passed away October 9th, 2023. Oh. So um, rest in peace. To both of them, and so that's why I go by Seven Octobers in case anybody was wondering too. But yeah, Seven Octobers uh, all together on all social pl- uh, platforms. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. We, I mean, you're also big into numerology and stuff like that, but we don't yes. really have a lot of. I mean, we. I know. I mean, I, oh I damn! Know. I had so many numerology questions. <laughs> damn it! You gotta come back on, please. Listen, I listen. I mean, we we technically have a heart. We have a heart out at nine, but I mean, we can go a little bit longer if you have any questions. Okay. <laughs> Let me get these no nameless ways out of the yeah. way here. All right, first question okay. is um, with our guest here, uh, Seven Octobers. Um, what genre of movie would go first if you had to eliminate one? Mm. If you had to eliminate one genre of movies from existence, which one would you choose? Uh, I'm going to pick heat, but I would say dramas. I just like, I try to, like, I love them, really? but, but I just feel like they're, they no give Godfather, me no Seven. Well, come on, come on, you get rid of dramas? Come on. Yeah, I mean, Godfather is more like a mobster. I wouldn't consider it, but I it like, is kind of a drama. It's but, a drama. But Sophia. yeah, I just like I get down. So I was like, I, I, that's yeah. one first. Yeah. Oh man, I, I love them. Love, though. I do love them, yeah. but I, it's rare that I watch them. If it had to go, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, oh man, I love them too. What about but Chad, probably rom coms. Rom coms? Oh no, sorry. I'm that's sorry. Okay. I was thinking because I'm that's like, like, I love. That's them. like your claim to fame. You were in I a lo- rom com. I know. Sorry. I lo- I love comedies and I love Slap and I love drama God? and I love that means we would never have this podcast horror. if there was no rom I can't, I can't this is like this is like Sophie's choice. I can't pick. I don't know. Listen, I, there's only one choice here, and that's Hallmark movies. Come on. Okay, that's not a genre. Come on. Uh, there's it's no not, way. It's not there's what no you're way. All right, I would say uh spaghetti westerns. No, just kidding. Uh I don't know what I would let go <laughs> How many first. Westerns? Play, maybe romance, you know, maybe romance. Yeah. 
Yeah. I could I could do if I keep I want to keep rom coms, but just romance movies can fucking eat it. Oh All right. he's a <laughs> love. He's a, yeah, I know seriously. <laughs> Uh, all right, here's a horror related F. Mary Kill Jason, okay. Michael Myers, or the clown from It. Oh. F. Mary Kill Jesus, <laughs> who submitted this? I, <laughs> submitted by Horny on Halloween. Horny on Halloween. Horny on Halloween. So I submitted this F. Mary Kill Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, and the clown from It. Isn't the clown from It? What's the clown from It's name? I feel like he's a good lover. Oh um, my. <laughs> I don't know why. He'll make you float. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I would actually uh, see I would kill him. So uh, you're fucking the clown from it. It would be annoying. You're right though. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Sophia. You you go first, Lou. How about that? Equality. Go. You Fuck. go first. Yeah. All right. Uh Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers. Go Listen. Uh I'm killing Jason Voorhees because he's unkillable. <laughs> Because you know, so I, if I could kill him, I would. You know, it's the ego boost. Uh, I'm. Uh, God damn. Uh, I think I'm. Well, fuck. I think I'm. Uh, I'm marrying Michael Myers because he's an icon. You know, for Aww. the street cred. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god. And then and you'd then, be a power couple. I can see it. <laughs> and then I'd, I'd fuck the scary clown from it. I guess if I had to. I mean, somebody's <laughs> got to take one for the team. <laughs> somebody's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. Come on. Oh, All right. What about October's? What do you think, Seven? I would kill uh, Pennywise. Pennywise, that's his uh, name. Jason is my favorite. So I don't know. I'm trying to see if I would want to fuck him or I would want to marry him. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I would say probably marry him and then probably uh, fuck Michael Myers. Fuck Michael Myers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair, fair. I think I'm Wait, just going to switch. When you're fucking Jason and Michael Myers, are they wearing the mask or no mask? They're wearing the mask. They no gotta mask. be wearing the mask. Come on, they have mask on. Mask on. Um, yeah, I think I would. I would fuck the clown. I would marry Jason, and then I would probably kill Michael. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I don't good. know why. There's no rhyme or reason. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna talk a little bit about a hellscape. We're gonna talk a couple of tabs, and we're gonna wrap this up. But we want to thank Seven Octobers, Gabby. Yes. for stopping by the event Thank is so this saturday the 21st from four to nine in national cities we'll make sure that we have links up to the event page uh in the chat as well as in the in our mm-hmm. podcast description for this week and like i said socal tattoo will be there we'll be giving away maybe we'll have a wheel i think where we can either get like a sticker or 15 percent off and then we'll be doing raffle tickets for a free tattoo uh, mm-hmm. So come on by, get some food, we're supporting the cause, check out a good location in National City, come hang with some horror friends, uh, and uh, and Gabby, this has been a lot of fun. I know we have more that we could have talked to you about, so you know I'm sure that we'll be able to do a. Uh, we're we're excited to come be on your show at some point, and then you know yeah. you're always welcome to come come on if you have something to promote or just want to come hang out with us. Yeah. yeah, I'm down. Thank you so much for the opportunity and the platform. And yeah, I would love to have you guys on my podcast. That'd be cool. Cool. Thanks for being on. We'll talk some hip hop and horror. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Everybody go guys. follow at seven Octobers on Instagram, Facebook, Twitters, mm-hmm. everything else. Connotation says thanks Buy for her podcast, artwork. Buy her artwork. Buy her artwork. Subscribe to her, her music, podcast. Everything. Go to her event. All the good stuff. Let's go. Thank you guys. All right, Gabby. Thanks for thanks for stopping by. We will see you guys. We will see you later. Alrighty, peace. Yeah. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. All right. Well. Lovely. 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 Time. Lovely. Spooky time with Gabby. 
guys thank you guys for everybody tuning in for gabby yeah. stick around we're gonna jump into some tabs uh mm-hmm. just a little news reaction of the week of everything that's happening uh and then we'll wrap this up in the next here half hour we'll get out of your way but thank you guys mm-hmm. for watching make sure you guys are liking thank you for all the comments so far yeah appreciate right. it. follow, follow yeah. everything follow the socials the youtubes the spotify's everything everything for gabby as well mm-hmm. as for us all right cool all right now it's time for something that we haven't done in a while but we feel the need to do one today it's called what's it called it's a hellscape hellscape watch yeah yeah This is fine. This is this not is, fine. Is, it's this, not fine this, this week. This is not fine. This is not fine this week. All right, listen, guys. I know we talked a little. Saludos, Melo. Hey, thanks for stopping by. Hey, hey, look at that. Hey! Kevin uh, is uh, off the show, but then she's hanging out in chat. All right, actually. Um, look, I'm going to start this off, and then, Sophia, you can you can jump in here if you have any thoughts on this. Yeah, and I know we fine. talked about, uh, we talked, and we did. we actually had a, a mission on the show where we sort of shifted gears because we were getting a little too political on some stuff yeah. and some of our guests was like hey i don't really like to do political and we're like well we're very honest about me and sophia are very honest about our political leanings you know we're you know we're not we're not you know, we're whatever social democrats yeah, we, whatever we, we talk we, we bond talk. over we also debate we we Bernie like to bros all the good stuff know, rhetoric Right. Um, and then um, so we really try to t- stay away from political stuff. And and basically, this is a news and reaction from a Latino perspective about things that affect the Latino culture and brown people in general. But, you know, the last two or three days, shit has been weighing really heavily on my mind with the entire situation happening on the Gaza Strip and Israel, Palestine and all that. And I just wanted to sort of not make a statement, but just sort of give you guys my thoughts on it, sort of uh, just to clear my mind and to sort of get it out there. Um, And no disrespect to anybody or to anybody's feelings or affiliations or everything, but this is just my thoughts. And I told Sophia that she wouldn't, Mm -hmm. I could just do this segment by myself, but she decided to stay on because she's brave. (laughs) (laughs) I got that. But essentially, the things that have been just running through my head the last couple of days are, and you obviously have to pre- pre- preface this by saying, you know, that um, we condemn and we are appalled by the incredible events and horrendous events that happened, ironically enough, on October 7th uh, in, in, in Israel, um, the same way that we uh, that I am. Uh, appalled and I condemn uh, the events that have been happening in, in, in Israel and Palestine over the last, you know, 60 years. Mm-hmm. Um, the same way that I am appalled, saddened and condemned um, the racially motivated attack where uh, a landlord murdered a six-year-old tenant uh, mm-hmm. because he was Palestinian, a child that was surprised, they didn't know what was happening, tried to hug him and then it got stabbed 36 times and his mother survived. Um, this kid was murdered because of propaganda spread uh, out there um, by people that um, jump to conclusions and that don't take a look at the bigger picture of what's going on in the region for, you know, 75 years. Um, uh, you can be uh, critical 
of the Israeli government and that is the Israeli state without being anti-Semitic. I grew up in New York with a very large Jewish community and we have love and respect for all the Jewish people. And they are people that have gone through unfathomable difficulties. Um, you know, they have, um, they have, they, they survived the Holocaust. So they are resilient people. And Israel is a state that is, um, founded and based on the notion that it would never happen again. But, you know, there's this quote, and I don't want to belittle this, but there's this quote from the Batman movies where it says, you either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become, you know, <clears throat> the villain, you know? And unfortunately, you know, I think we're at a place uh, with the Middle East, with Israel, where even though it was a, a state funded because of the things that happened during the horrific events of the Holocaust and things like that, um, they've been a fascist apartheid state with an open air prison called the Gaza Strip, where people don't have rights, where they're being oppressed for a long time now. Um, and of course, when this happens to a, 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 a people, just like it happened to the Jewish people during the Holocaust, they rebel. Uh, and unfortunately, the only people that are standing up for them or that are trying to do anything on their behalf is this group of horrible, horrible terrorists, Hamas. Um, and they're striking back and doing horrific things. Um, and the Palestinian people have nobody else to to speak up or to back up for them. So you get this situation where, you know, Hamas is a horrible, horrible thing. Palestinian people suffer. Jewish people suffer. Uh, atrocities happen. And, um, you know, so I just wish that we could do better, that we could be in a better situation where, you know, people weren't murdering each other because of, you know, we can't be going back to like post 9-11 um, anti-Muslim rhetoric and, uh, you know, brown people getting bombed and uh, a hospital with uh, 800 children where you see videos of body parts thrown all around the hospital is out there. Um, so, like I said, we're not trying to be a political show. We're not trying to be, um, you know, we're not trying to get canceled. Um, but really, it's like, what, what are the, what, what, I mean, I'm self-employed. Not much I can do to me. But I'm just saying that we're not, um, but, but really, man, like, you can be critical of the Israeli state and their actions and policies without being anti-Semitic. You can say that this thing that happened on October 7th was fucking horrible. It was like a mass shooting times 10 million, 100, 300 people at a music festival getting blown up and killed, people getting kidnapped. Um, all these things are horrific, but it's equally horrific what's been happening to the Palestinian people for the last you know, 75 years, being displaced from their homeland because of the state that felt they needed the need to exist and um, being killed by snipers, uh, 14, 15-year-old Palestinian kids getting killed by uh, West Bank settlers because they throw rocks at them, uh, snipers taking out, uh, you know, politicians and reporters in Palestine. Um, listen, there's, there's, it's, not, it's not both sides-ism. It's not what about-ism. It's not saying, it's not justification. There's nothing that can justify the things that people did on October 7th and after that. But there's also nothing that can be justified by things that Israel has been doing for a very long time. They have an open air prison in Gaza. It's an apartheid state. It's fascism. The Jewish people and the Jewish people themselves, if you look at, if you look further than just uh, mainstream media, Jewish people themselves are appalled at what their own government is doing. The Jewish people are resilient, strong. Um, they will never be defeated, but because 
but just because this horrible thing happened does not mean that you have the right to exterminate. It's genocide. It's genocide. They're 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 if they go into Gaza and they and they take over, they're basically displacing and trying. It's a fine. It's literally a final solution for the Muslim problem. The same way a final solution was there for the Jewish problem in Nazi Germany. So. <clears throat> Um, I just, you know, and, 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 and not to get this into like Lugit's deep territory, but we're all on the same fucking rock and we have nothing better to do than to try to murder each other. And I just feel that, um, that I would be, um, that I've been walking around this whole week with, with, uh, as busy as I was, as many things that I've been doing, as many things have been going on in my life. It's hard to keep moving forward with a brave face when, horrific things keep happening in society. So this is just me. <laughs> thoughts on the process. I explain my thoughts on what's going out there and uh, I'll let you add anything if you feel like <laughs> Sophia. Um, I just, I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't. You okay? <laughs> okay. I you did not. Have- <laughs> no, I just, I, I, I think I've been bottling it up and I am, didn't expect to lose my cons- my composure. Okay. Um, oh man, it's just. Um, I don't know. I've been really vocal, supportive of Palestine. I mean, since we started the podcast, even when I was just like you know, um, guesting on yours, like I've been really vocal. Um, and it has been years. And so when I heard that Hamas went into Israel, I was just like, fuck, this is going to get really bad. Yeah. And um, it is a genocide. And then also just seeing the rhetoric that goes online, how if you show any support for Palestinians, you are now anti-Semitic. If you show any support for Israel, then you must be you know, a genocidal maniac. And it's just exhausting and diminishing because none of this should be happening and it's generation after generation and at this point it we're so deep in that like no one even really knows how to you know conflict resolution this whole situation so it just seems like there's just going to be more bloodshed and there's a powerlessness to it and i think i'm just i'm just i'm sorry i've just been bottling it up and and there's just i wish there was a way to help and everything that you hear and you see and on both ends it's just terrifying and it's terrible and i just i know that the position right now is like man it's just getting so politicized and the fact that like egypt isn't accepting refugees jordan is no longer accepting refugees like there's nowhere to go and and it's ramping yeah. up to 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 people saying, "Oh, the U.S. better not have started accepting yeah. refugees." Um, and yeah, like they're already, you know, it's just Perfect. it's just terrible. Yeah, I just I'm sorry I didn't expect to have such a reaction. No, it's all right. It's okay. I mean, we're 100 percent uh, with you here. Uh, this also results in the news media nubbing down society. Everyone thinks is it like a football game. For yeah. yeah. And like, there's no winning. There's no teams. Just there's no, fucking there's just, death. There's just violence. dead kids, dead babies, kidnapped grandmas. Nothing good is coming out of this. Um, but, you know, like I said, this is uh, a result of, of, of policy and fascism and apartheid. And if you were against apartheid in Africa, 
And if you were against um, the invasion of Ukraine, then this is very similar. This is this is fascism. This is genocide. Yeah. This is genocide by a people that were that, that somebody that that were victims of a genocide. Yeah, it's the most fucking cruel and ironic, stupid thing that we could ha- that we could be doing to each other as humans. Um, we should be doing a million other things, taking care of each other, loving each other, and instead we are fighting about religion and this color of our skins, and it's about brown people, and it's about Muslim people, and um, it's about um, a lot of shit that's going on right now, and. Um, Look, we're a lighthearted TV. We're a lighthearted show. We just <laughs> talked about horror movies and who we'd rather fuck, Jason or Michael Myers. Um, but, I told Sophia, but I told Sophia before the show, like the shit's just been weighing on my mind, and I know we're trying to avoid it. And we we made a statement. We know shit's going on in the world, but we're trying to be an alternative to it. But once in a while, you got to just speak on it, you know. Uh, and you gotta, and you gotta like, you know, not take a stand. Not like, not like we have like a huge audience, but we do have an audience and not that we, you know, that, 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 that we're on anybody's radar that would say, I can't believe Lou and Sophia are supporting Palestine. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Not that that really matters in this situation, but at least for us to clear our minds and to just get it out there. This is what we feel. This is what I feel. I told Sophia that I would take this one on by myself. And she said, Nope, I will have thoughts as well. And then so, I couldn't speak. <laughs> and then you couldn't speak. But hey, we, we feel what you're feeling. Um, yeah, I mean, um, and then and then literally the state, the, the, the state of Israel is like responding to people's <laughs> tweets. They canceled yeah. Mia. They canceled Mia Khalifa. I won't stand for it. How dare they? No. Uh, the other. Uh, Gia the Hadid, Hadid sisters yeah, too. Hadid I mean, but also the they, the way they spoke on it was so eloquent. Uh-huh. Like Mia Khalifa was. It, obviously, I mean, she she was more defensive yeah. on the Palestinian rights side, so like she got a lot of hate. But like the Hadid sisters were really respectful and very like both sides matter kind of. And right. even then, it's like, oh, you're anti-Semitic, like you yeah, yeah, yeah. want death to all Israelis. Like, no, like, no, you can, there, there, you can, you could. Two things can be possible at the same time. You can condemn yeah. all acts of violence against children, women, elderly, and innocent civilians, while at the same time recognizing that the conditions that you put people in forced them into a corner where the only people that were trying to protect their rights, the only people that would come to the defense was the most vile, horrible terrorist group. So both things can happen. Um, People are better than what's shown. I talked to a total stranger at the market, a white old man. He wasn't cool when any of it or stay positive. Yeah, absolutely. It's tough. It's hard to stay positive. And we've been trying to stay on the light side and we've been trying to just sort of get people an alternative to, to focus on stuff. But, you know, everybody reaches a little bit of a breaking point. So I had to give myself a little rant. Um, what do you think of the celebrities posting is important than the leading post? Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, it's weird that that that, like Jamie that, Lee. That, that people can sort of go out there and, and be honest and then said, oh, you can be like I saw the other thing that was these things. The, uh, I was watching um, Asanabi, who's much more learning about the subject than watching his response to it. He's been really going through it. Uh, but they had a clip of um, uh, Anderson, uh, the dude from CNN, and he yeah. was saying, hey, there's reported to be $300 loss of uh, civilian life. And he caught himself. He's like, oh, loss of life. Like, we've been trained to sort of see these people as just animals. And they're literally, and look, they went, Nazis called the Jewish people rats. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, 
the Israeli government is calling the Palestinian people human animals and you know stuff like that. So you 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 I know fascism and genocide when I see it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um it's going to get worse, but then people will see the God. Uh I mean I hope that the people that are that are that are that are cheering this on, cheering this genocide, uh die a slow, horrific death. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I hope that 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 something good comes out of this at the end. And, and I hope that every single one of these children uh, that died on either side in a hospital or in under an attack or something or in fucking Ohio or whatever the fuck it was that that piece of shit stabbed the little kid. The little boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the fucking saddest fucking thing. It was that that was really the moment where I was like, fuck, I was like about to leave my house. And then I was watching a report about that and it just like, that just broke me and I just had to take a minute. Yeah. Um, it's been so weird. Like the other commenters said right now, they're picking sides like a yeah. football team. Yeah. It's, it's, it is, it is very weird. It is, it is kind of weird that you have to, and it's also weird. I always like to look at the hypocrisy of shit and that is, you know, um, that you, that this is not like, this is not like the, this is not like the Israel and the Jewish people that Kanye West was sort of talking about. This is the Jewish, yeah, this is the Israel, the state of Israel, now, the, which I, which I think is just a few kind of hardline right-wing people that, that are sort of running this mentality. And the, 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 the person that's running the war is so, so anti-Palestinian. Like he cheered when West Bank settlers killed the child that threw a rock at them. And they have this sort of theory and this thing of like not one step back and never again. And we have we will do everything in our, to, to make sure that the Jewish people exist, that that they have. They don't I don't know if they do or haven't realized that they have turned into what was oppressing them. It, it's so fucking strange that Jewish people could be doing genocide to other people. It is so fucking weird. Yeah, it's I mean, it's just been generations of like getting to that mentality it, it wasn't you know day and night and yeah. i feel like a lot of people grow up with the, like propaganda and stuff like that to see them like vermin to see that you know the us versus them in group out group mentality and that's the one thing that like the football team's comment like it's it's uh it's not about sides it's about just being against violence and knowing what's right from wrong and yeah it's just it's terrible it's terrible in every angle yeah so that now that <laughs> that was that was that was my rant, Sophia. Are you, are you, you okay? <laughs> no, I need a palate cleanser, Lou. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Listen, all right, listen. Okay, that's been Hellscape Watch. Let's all right, let's get it out of our system. Listen, shit's happening. It's gonna fucking happen. We're all stuck on this rock together. Hopefully, the majority of us understand us. If not, fuck it. You know, yeah. Meteor 2024. Fucking fuck it all. Fuck it all. You know, fuck it all. Let's just end it. Let's just just all not lose our humanity, okay? Absolutely. Uh, All right. Let me give you guys, uh, let's give give Sophia a palate cleanser. Let's see. (laughs) Please. I need it. All right. Uh, Okay. Uh, Five sports have been added to the 2028 Los Angeles Olympics. Was it flag football? I heard flag football was one of them. Flag football is going to be an Olympic sport. That's crazy. But now when, cool. we cl- 
what now when we eclipse this it looks like you're you're crying about flag football flag football <laughs> i'm just so emotional about flags <laughs> and the football so sad about uh can you believe flag football is going to be an olympic sport uh you know, honestly, I feel like that's okay. I feel like flag football is healthier for the human brain than normal football. You know, we'll avoid the what is it, CTE? Yeah, CTE. Well, a lot of <laughs> a lot of like uh, junior high schools and high schools started playing flag football instead because number one, it's more inclusive. You can have poet teams, right? Uh, and also no CTE and stuff like that um but uh but yeah what what do you think the weirdest sport would be that 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 you could that would be made an olympic sport because cricket is an olympic sport again i think that's awesome flag football gets there for the first time um and uh baseball softball lacrosse and squash oh okay I feel, I feel like, like those, wait, I feel like those all are very deserving. They, they're, they're very old timey sports. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like, I like some squash, you know, preferred by old white <laughs> men in, in, in gyms everywhere, you know? You know exactly. Like, yeah. Cricket well, wasn't you, a big sport before? Cricket, cricket was, and then it wasn't. I think ping pong is an Olympic sport. I think isn't it? Yeah. I think, I, I think it it's is, gotta yeah. be. I mean, if I remember correctly from the, um, I feel like I've seen it. From or was that Forrest Gump where he was playing cricket? Oh, he was playing ping pong in the Olympics or something like that. I'm googling right now. Our team is on it. Ping pong. It's ping pong. Um, it is. It is an Olympics. It is. It is. All right, there it is. No, but I, I think if I could pick any, you know what? Forget ping pong. Can we make beer pong an Olympic sport? Dude, I think it's already like a national sport, right? There's like a championship and shit. With I mean, there, there was there was the movie, uh, uh, the um, there was a movie about it uh, by uh, Broken Lizard that a, a beer pong championship movie. Yeah. yeah, the World Series of beer pong. It is a thing. I'm telling you, it is a thing. Okay, World Series of beer pong is a thing, but I would like to see it recognized as an Olympic sport. Let's vote it. Let's vote on it. Let's do it. Let's let's figure it out. That will be the hill I die on. That would be that would be it. All right. Uh let's see. Uh bit 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 bit. Okay. In some positive news, um friend uh-huh. of the show who's been on my podcast before. Cool. And I will the only reason I'm switching this over is so I can play a, a thing that we have by him. Okay. But what the hell is that? Sandwich? That's weird. Uh so sorry. That's a it weird. It looks practice. good, not going to lie. What? Okay, so here's a here's a promo by a friend of ours that'll be relevant in a second. Hey, I'm John Allen. Hey, hey, Rick. You seen that show that, that that's on social media? There, there's a lot of a lot of shows on social media, Morty. You're gonna have to, to, to narrow it down. Two, two a.m. burrito. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I feel like a burrito at two a.m. Morty. The show. You should watch it. <laughs> anyway that was john, john allen vice actor john allen who has was on my show on that but the great thing about that is that john allen has been confirmed to be the new voice of mr poopy butthole the character from Shut rick up. and morty so uh-huh. A lot of people might be aware that uh, for the Rick and Morty season seven, they changed the voice actors that did. And he, he was doing his Rick and Morty impression there. 
but Justin Roiland, uh, Roiland was uh, fired for being a creepy guy that was yeah. with underage chicks and doing a lot of shitty shit. And enter our so. friend John Allen, local actor and voice actor, and he will be doing the voice of Mr. Poopy Butthole in season seven. <laughs> That's so exciting. Holy shit. Holy poop. Yeah, yeah holy poop. Mm-hmm. Ooh wee, as we should say. Ooh wee, Mr. Poopy Butthole. <laughs> was Justin Rowland the voice of Mr. Poopy Butthole before that? I believe so. He was doing Rick Morty and a bunch of the other voices. I mean, he was a very talented mm-hmm. voice actor. He just happened to be a creep. Uh so who's going to be doing the voices for Rick and Morty? Uh, I don't know. Morty. I haven't. Uh, I think it's the same. I don't know. It's a different actor. I haven't. Uh, the seasons uh, seven episode one is out, right. and I saw some bad reviews on it. So I was going to wait and sort of watch a couple of episodes when a few of them were out together. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of. It's kind of weird how they're going to handle that. Like whether they'll make a thing out of it, whether they'll make like a meta joke about it. Mm-hmm. Uh. Let's see. All right, here. All right. Well, let's just do one more palate cleanser here. We'll get out of your way. Uh, okay. Well, maybe we can say this one. Uh, Will Smith's kids feel bad about him for Jada. Smith. Dude. Okay. We have to. Okay. That's going to be a topic. I feel like we should talk about that. Okay. I need to catch wanna, up on the Jada do that, stuff. You want to do that one? Just leave or leave it for later, or just want to do that one and then Pro- that be the last thing. I mean, maybe like I would probably leave it for later if we were to right. talk about Jada Pinkett and that whole thing. No, we'll figure it out. Well, basically, Jada Pinkett wrote a book that's saying that they've been separated since 2016. So the, yeah. the hits keep on coming. So not only was he defending her, but he was defending her and they weren't really even together. Oh, my God. That's kind of a weird one. That's kind of a weird one. Let's go. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, fucking big ups to Mr. Wait, what is sorry. Which one are you looking for? Oh, okay. Harlan. Let his hair grow. Uh, let's see. When I get a chance, what's your opinion on Martin Scorsese's Warren comic book movies? Um, I I think I've commented on on a post that you made about this, Keith. And I think the main thing with me is, I believe that he's Martin Scorsese's is. I mean, he's literally like I knew a, a movie reviewer, and his email was Scorsese is God. Uh, at yeah. Gmail, and it was like because Scorsese is literally, you know, he's he's the top of the food chain for filmmakers. So I believe his opinion is valid, and I believe that that you know, much like maybe, you know, Quentin Tarantino's opinion that we are suffering in excess because of because movies come in in in, in eras, and you know, like the forties and fifties were shitty movies, but that led to an era in the seventies where it was really great creative movies. And then eighties, we got slosh. And then in the nineties, we got, you know, really great indie films and really original movies and stuff like that. And then the 2000, you know, that there's a cycle to these things. And, and unfortunately the people that run studios, you know, they're, they, they're not necessarily film buffs. So they see money. They, you know, the first, you know, like Barbie movie made money. So now, Mm -hmm. There's literally 15 toy IPs that are getting yeah. ready to get dropped. And yeah. if people go watch it, people go money watch talks. it, then money talks and people yeah. will continue to get made. Um, There's a very specific formula to to comic book movies. And so I feel like he definitely has a point that like, you know, art is sort of lost in that. But in the same way that like a rom-com literally follows the same formula over and over in different, just with different characters and different, you know, settings and everything. I'm like, you know, the majority is going to probably love it. So I don't, I don't know. It's, 
it's like uh you can love it but you can also live with it and say that it's also maybe shit you know i don't know yeah i mean scorsese's got a point but i think that it's a little bit of old man yells at cloud because he's 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 that's, longing for a he's longing for a foregone era and he's and he's just he's just trying to salvage the type of films that he makes and that he loved growing up um and you know i saw something the other day that it's just like the majority of stuff that people watch is now created by like cell phones and like through free platforms and stuff like that the majority of things that people people consume more content made with cell phones and and repurposed than they do original films you know mm-hmm. or programming so i don't i don't really think that i don't really think that the that the need for high quality film and storytelling will go away um, I do think that that the only way that we'll get through to another era of different types of films is when more of these superhero movies keep failing. Just like, you know, you know when Solo failed, we stopped getting Star Wars movies and, and stuff like that. And then we got more Star Wars TV shows. So, you know, I'm never going to be like a, like, like talk shit about Scorsese. I don't think it's in me DNA, but I've, he's got the right to his opinion. I do feel that he's a little outdated in his thoughts and superhero movies are going to be there because that's what people have been watching and because so many of them made so much money. But hopefully, um, you know, it's cyclical in nature and we get to a neck. The next era is, you know, uh, a rebound right. from that more smaller fare. Yeah. Different original IPs instead of everything getting recycled. One could only hope, but it seems we're going into the era of concert movies. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> All right, and uh, maybe we'll get Dizzy on next week uh, yeah. to give us an update on the Swiftie situation. Yeah. Because did you see that some of the stuff she was talking about came true? No, wait, what came true? We must uh, have her on. Which yeah, one? Which part? No, I know that she's going to be in a. I retweeted it because uh, yeah, she, she 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 she. There was a rumor about her Deadpool. being able being uh, playing. Uh, I'm sorry. I gotta scroll back in my Twitter feed to get the post I'll show Ooh, it to you. Oh, we're gonna be here a while. No, it's because oh uh, here it is. Okay. Uh this is her 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 tweet. My prediction is coming true. Taylor Swift is in talks to play Crystal yeah. in the upcoming Marvel Deadpool film. Deadpool, baby. I'm and I, I'm telling you, she's gonna be so accurate. Even when I retweeted it and I said it was the uh the uh the Oracle of of Lizzie. So yeah. she got it right. Damn. Yep. Well, anyway, um, yeah. So we'll talk more about uh, the Will Smith Jada beef. Uh, I also have the best couples Halloween costumes. Maybe we'll do that next week, closer to Halloween. Hell yeah. uh, we'll do more No Nama's ways. We'll catch up on some other stuff. Thanks, Bonzo, for stopping Thanks, by. Bonzo. Thanks, uh, the homie Beats, for stopping by. Appreciate you guys all. Make sure you guys leave a like on the video as you're as you're walking out the door. Mm-hmm. All right, make sure that you are subscribed. It helps us out a lot. Hey, sorry for the. I mean, we had a great interview with Gabby. There's a great event happening October 21st. We're sorry, I cried. Okay, uh, I don't uh, usually. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> I was like trying. I was mid rent I was like, wait, what's going on here? I was like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> so sorry. But we want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. We're live every Tuesday, 7:30 p.m. We drop an episode audio only every Thursday uh, at 6:19 mm-hmm. at 6:19 a.m. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Alexa, Pandora, all the good places. You can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash mm-hmm. burrito, youtube.com slash mihentesero, facebook.com slash mihentesero, at mihentesero on Instagram. 
at me hent show on twitter make sure you guys are following us we appreciate all the love we had ten thousand downloads in less than a year that's pretty good for a small talk show and we're going to continue to do it we and you know we've only cried once so. only cried once <laughs> only it had cried to happen once. eventually you know at least it wasn't about well, bridge it, was, or it, was, it was one it was one time but it had to happen so thank you guys for sticking with us today we love you We'll try better next time. Yes. Everybody be easy. You have to love each other. That's We're all stuck to the same little. fucking rock. Let's just love each other. Bye. <laughs>